idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. <laughs> Be careful, Dan. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Getty. From Studio C, the senior, uh, dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today on Little Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Virtue Signaling Corporations. There you go. Pump that music up, man. We got an information party coming on. We got chips, we got dip, we got drinks, and we got intermation. Oh, yeah. Lots and lots of intermation. You think you've run out of information, and then the door opens to the kitchen, and somebody comes in with another platter of information. Oh, catered. Yeah, it's a catered information party. Very exciting. And so I just heard a news report. Listen to the news on the way in, and it ended with, uh, I forget if it was Coke or Pepsi. It doesn't make any difference. Coca-Cola has a new drink for summer that features the taste of pineapple, replacing last year's taste of lemon lemons. I think it was a, you know, I'm Jim Jones for pineapples are the new lemon. NBC Radio. And I thought, that's what the news was like years ago. I remember when I was a kid. The news would be, Swiss doctors think they have a cure for the headache that will hit the shelves in December. Mm-hmm. The baseball playoffs start in May, and Coca-Cola has a new pineapple-flavored drink out. And that was pretty much the news. That's plenty. Now it's gut-wrenching, history-altering news and decisions every single day. Darr, it's fatiguing. It is fatiguing. Pineapple, you say? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be hitting the shores, stores, uh, shelves yeah. in Walmarts this spring. Yeah, yeah whatever. Great. Super. I just, I just, yeah, our no. brains are not built for this. What a year. The Annus Horribilis. The terrible year. Oh, really? The horrible year. That's what people will call it. What was that first word? (laughs) (laughs) Anus. It's Latin. You child. It's sophisticated. Yeah. Yeah. You're the child. Child. (laughs) You child. Who interrupted the flow of our discussion to bring that up? Yes. You. Yes. Guilty. Anus hat. (laughs) Um, Your hat? Is that what that would mean? Listen. Let's get back on track, all right? I, I, I saw, so I watched some MSNBC yesterday, I watched some Fox yesterday, and I saw a doctor saying, oh my God, we have uh, let down our guard on the coronavirus, it's coming back places, it's far from over, blah, 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 and I thought, holy crap, that uh, sounds awful, then I was over at Fox, and <clears throat> they obviously had the op- uh, opposite take from a, from a doctor on there. And I thought, I don't know which of these is true, which is frustrating. And then I just thought, I'm just kind of tired of all of it. But how how much of our reaction to news at some point is going to be we're just tired of it? Right. Um, whether well, it's important yeah. stuff like, you know, racial stuff or disease or whatever. I mean, and that's not the way to handle information. No. You can't reach a point where your kids had enough problems where you just think, you know, I'm tired of this whole uh, another kid story today. And I think I don't think I'll pay attention to something else. My kids are every day. It's something with my kids. Right. Um. Today, it's a man breaking in the window. I don't know. Whatever. Well, I, yeah. You yeah. have to deal with whatever <clears throat> news flow happens. I suppose so. But it's this is the inevitable outcome of the degeneration of the news business. 
into newsotainment and news opinion by people passing. I don't mind opinion and I don't mind entertainment, obviously. Um, Some days you listen to the show, you might think it. But no, those things are great. But (laughs) don't pass yourself off as a as, you know, cloak yourself in the traditional garb of the newsman when really you're just pitching your own wackadoo uh, point of view. Uh, At least we admit it around here. We're pitching our wackadoo point of view. I'm certainly not claiming that a lot of the stuff over the last couple of weeks around race was not, you know, deep felt, you know, really meant it in every sense. But for a lot of stories, including that one, there's a lot of performative, uh, you know, on cable news and everything like that all the time. Well, it's CNN's new ratings grab. And it's been that way. Having put aside the COVID briefly and temporarily. And it's been building, you know, little by years. We've told the story many times of a guy. He's a very uh, well-known radio talk show, nationally syndicated. And we were in Washington, D.C. for something. And he said, well, i got to go do a hit on CNN. And uh, and we, one of us said, what are you talking about? He said, I don't know. I'll get there. They'll, they'll tell me what the subject is and what side they want me to be on, and I'll start yelling about it. Right. I mean, it's completely performative. And so the problem with that is I think we all know that. We sense that to a certain extent. We turn on the news, and we, we take in the performance, and we usually choose one that's going to back our point of view, and then we like it. Mm-hmm. Or we see somebody with the opposite point of view get pummeled by a smarter person. They yes. set that up on purpose. Yes! <laughs> But the trouble with something when we all uh, sense that it's performative is that you can get tired of it and decide, you know, I, I've had enough baseball or I've had enough of this kind of music or I've had enough whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and you turn it off. If you're not if you're not treating it like it's actually important, it's performative. And our, so much of our politics is performative. Oh, that, yeah. That's absolutely oh, true. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. And so you can just get tired <clears throat> of that, that uh, entertainment. Well, wouldn't that be a good thing? Well, it could be a good thing. If people demanded more and better from their media and their politicians... But I don't think that's what will happen. No, you think people just tune out and stop paying attention completely. Listen to more music, uh, talk more about restaurants, whatever. <laughs> you know, just uh, do something different. You know, <clears throat> uh, when, mortality when get... is terrifying, but it's also a beautiful gift. <laughs> You know, I certainly what? hope and pray Joe's, I have a number Joe's of... Opening statement for the show. Mortality is a beautiful gift. I Good certainly morning. hope. I have a number of years left. I'm really enjoying myself. Uh, and I, I like being alive. On the other hand, the idea that, all right, y'all can deal with this. But <laughs> it's, it's liberating. When you get tired of hearing about a particular <clears throat> news story, do you dig deeper for more true versions? I don't. I turn. I tune it out. It depends, but yeah, I see your point. Yeah. And I move on to something else. Like, ah, yep. That's enough of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, sure. Anyway. Um, uh, some well, po- it just, I, it was funny. You, I can't remember what it was you said, but my spirits just fell. And it was because for <laughs> the 50th time in our row, I've been counting. I heard the story about coronavirus uh, 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 cases rising. With no discussion of the rate of testing. None. Not tipping their cap to it. Not even suggesting they're even aware that if you quadruple the number of tests administered, you're going to find more cases. It doesn't reflect a real rise. It just reflects a rise in awareness. Yeah, there's a... And if our media is that stupid, I just, I can't put up with it. Well, there's a best-selling book out from a doctor that we've talked about uh, who, who who says he's dug into the data now that we've got quite a bit of data, and he doesn't think the shutdowns uh, had any effect. The, the, whether you shut down hard or not very much has made much difference. We'll talk about that more later. 
That book was banned on Amazon because it was considered, you know, spreading false, dangerous information. Finally, under right, public which pressure, is, which is almost exactly the charge you'd face in China for dissenting with the government. And uh, somehow, with public pressure, the book ended up back on there. The author makes the argument, and this is a pretty good one: Who's benefited from this uh, pandemic more than anybody else in the world, perhaps? And that's Amazon. And they get to decide which book says oh. um whether or not we have a lockdown or not. You know, I'm hesitating to say this. I've declared Google evil uh, long ago and will repeatedly as an organization. Google is evil. Google evil, and you'll see Google. Um, I am edging closer and closer to Amazon being a force for, for bad in the world. Well, Amazon's not the only place you can get a book. People say you can get other places, but if you're going to, I'm guessing you ask any author. If you, if you eliminate Amazon, what are your chances of your book being a success? And it's uh, pretty small, would be my guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, anyway, let's introduce everybody in the squad to get going. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing good. Uh, four months from today, I get married. Woo! Four but, months from today! Yeah, but, but, but. This I got, is a nonstop four month bachelor party you got going right woo! now. Yeah, I, I got a problem, though. Do everything you haven't done. What's that, Michael? Would you delay your wedding to get yourself into yes. better shape? Oh, to, get to get yourself. yourself. Oh. <laughs> because I should have let you finish okay. the sentence. <laughs> My soon-to-be wife and I, we, we had been working out up until the COVID-19 shut down all the gyms. Well, the gyms are going to open up, or at least ours, tomorrow. you got to do a reservation, but we're going to be able to get back in the gym, it appears. But I'm not sure we're going to be in the type of shape we want for our photos. Um, is that being too vain or... Uh, I, I actually want to talk a, a fair amount about that, because I, I thought about this over the weekend for some reason. So uh, re, let's reintroduce that topic again that's, later. That's where we've a got shame. Time I was to really about get to say something it. really strong and really offensive. But well, you can stay tuned for that. Are we going to put a pin in that? Yeah, we're going to put a pin in that, because that's, a, uh, that's an interesting conversation right there. Circle back. Stop saying that. We will that. circle back. Uh, there's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Uh, doing very well. Uh, a, a slight adjustment on my viewing habits the last several days for no particular reason other than just I got tired of watching uh, TV shows, so I've just been kind of jumping into various movies. I picked a couple Denzel... Gone with the wind. <laughs> well, I tried. wasn't oh. there. Oh, boy. Um, uh, I picked a couple Denzel Washington movies for no particular reason, one about a bank robbery and one about a runaway train. Uh, they were both really enjoyable. Unstoppable was the train one. Inside mm. Man was the bank robbery one. He's a hostage negotiator. Um, I suppose probably in today's climate that would be considered a copaganda movie, but it was a good movie. A Spike Lee joint. Oh, it was, it was oh good my. stuff. All right, way good too term. many buzz phrases. Good term. No more buzz phrases unless they're approved by the co-hosts. That's okay. right. I hadn't heard the copaganda. We'll have to talk about that later. So, Sean, how's your anus been so far? Uh, it's none of your business, sir. Hired. <laughs> I'm Jack Armstrong. You having a good time, Joe? He's Joe Getty on this. It is Thursday, June 11th. The year 2020, we're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then. Uh, let's get to it. Off and running precisely according to FCC rules and regulations. The show begins officially at Mark. Honor George and make the necessary changes that make law enforcement the solution and not the problem. George Floyd's brother yesterday with a, uh, a speech that a lot of people thought, hey, why aren't we listening to this guy as opposed to oh. he had some ideas that are reasonable, doable. A constitutional, and he, he had obviously a great deal of sincerity, yeah. which is a rarity these days, and simple, simple eloquence, the everyman common sense eloquence that we could use a heck of a lot more of. We'll talk more about that later. He didn't uh, say defund the police or anything like that? Nope. Seems like a reasonable fella. Um, so how does everything look? Mailbag's okay? Yeah, so. yeah it'll do. 
we got uh, we got to talk about, and you could text if you the idea of uh, losing weight before your wedding. Our text line four one five two nine five KFTC four one five two nine five KFTC. Some new poll numbers out that are pretty darned interesting. Oh boy! Um, all on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. She got a text from somebody who says, as a black Trump supporter, he has finally lost me. I'll read that a little later. Okay. Tell you what that's about. Something that I wouldn't have never even noticed, but the latest polls are not kind to the president. No, 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 no. Uh, new Gallup poll, he is uh, he's down quite a bit, having been at his all-time high about a month and a half ago. Going down. Which polls? All of them. Oh, okay. 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 More on that coming up. Wow. Yeah. They're expecting 25,000 stores to be permanently closed uh, this year in America. Uh, 25,000 stores, every one of them with uh, owner and employees and rent being paid on the building they're in. Uh Generating uh, more economic activity. Yeah, paying taxes in the the county they're in, in the the city they're in. Stock uh, markets, the the various indices, having been uh, very, very healthy yesterday, are dropping like a rock. Uh, Moving down. Yeah, that goes up, it goes down. I'm not worried in the long term, but in the near term, a uh, little concerned. Mailbag. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day from Thomas Jefferson. He wrote this in 1814. He is talking about slavery. The drumbeat narrative that the uh, nation was built on slavery exists uh, or was formed to perpetuate the whole 1619 project thing which is utter dishonesty um, is false and anybody with an hour to look into it knows it but here's what TJ said in 1814 yet the hour of emancipation is advancing this enterprise is for the young for those who can follow it up and bear it through to its consummation it shall have my prayers and these are the only weapons of an old man he was uh, absolutely a, a hypocrite or inconsistent or something. He once referred to slavery as a wolf we hold by the ears. We can neither hold on to it nor let it go safely. Um, but he also called it a moral depravity, a hideous blot, contrary to the laws of nature, and would ruin the country and end it if I, it were allowed to continue. I do find that interesting, though. I mean, as just a human being, how you could feel that way. Um, and well, and look out the window and see slaves working in your field and think, hey, but what am I going to do? Yeah, you know, we could talk about that at length. Uh, I've tried to understand that, too, as I've been a great admirer of TJ throughout my entire life. Um, and, and the long and short of it, well, I don't, I don't want to make excuses, particularly during, during these troubled times, but it had everything to do with the time he was living in and the fact that the entire economic system um, that he was a part of was built on slavery. Uh, and and they didn't know how to unravel it. Well, that they be... should have figured it out, and they did. And late in his life, he said, "Please, you've got to end this." Well, I have so. more to say on this, but it'll take up all the mailbag time, and we've right. got three and a half more hours. Moving along, you guys suck worse than Chelsea Clinton on NBC. Wow, not remotely so, but what a reset! I always wanted to send you a "you suck" email, but after seven years, you've failed to provide the opportunity. <laughs> so I'm just letting it rip now. You did the old switcheroo on me there. Well, that is. I think that, that was self-serving. So you were trying to get our attention, were you? Perhaps this will get your attention. You're banned for life from, from Mailbag. Oh, no, it's Joe and Dayton. 
One of our greatest. You're, you're reinstated. There you go. Justice on the Armstrong and Getty show is swift and arbitrary. It's like that damn judge in the Michael Flynn thing. Man, we got to talk about that. Just insane. Judge doesn't like the prosecution saying we don't have a case, so he said, I'll, I'll find a case. Wait a minute. Let me find another judge. We'll we'll have this judge be the problem. Wait a minute. If the state says we don't want to charge somebody, you don't get to. Your dishonor. Moving along. <laughs> the always fascinating Dr. J in Austin, Texas writes, I appreciate the occasional violent video game as a nightcap to my workday. The game du jour is Call of Duty Warzone. That's a good one. But every game, the screen goes black and displays a Black Lives Matter message that explains how the company stands with the black community. The irony here is that this is the same company that suspended a Hong Kong player one year and docked him half million in tournament earnings for voicing support for protesters in Hong Kong. Oh, wow. During the pre-COVID crackdown on their independence, Boy, that's which good. continues on. Speaking of justice being swift and arbitrary... The company does billions in business in China, and messages of political support are only allowed if they do not conflict with the company's financial goals, it would appear. All these woke companies are full of crap. Hong Konger lives matter, too, right, Stock? Boy, that'd be a good one to dig into for everybody that's uh, making the proclamation about uh, our current domestic unrest, how much business they do with China. Sure, and what did they say about the Hong Kong? Do you just have your finger in the wind, or do you actually care about people? And, and silence is bad enough, but actively choking off that dissent, that's sickening. Armstrong and Getty. Four chiefs of staff coming out and ripping the skin off of Trump. And you have so many rank and file military personnel saying, whoa, we're not a military state. This is not who we are. I promise you, I'm absolutely convinced they will escort him from the White House in a, in a, with great dispatch. There you go. The the way they're talking about it, at least on the Trump hating networks, is they're going to have to escort Trump out of the White House. And what? I I heard this very morning. I can't engage. Very morning. CNN had a guest on. They were talking about how the the chances are pretty good he'll declare there was a problem with the election and hold the office. I mean, how dumb are your viewers? How seriously? It says CNN is is news for the stupid. The, the problem, well, I, the, well. the biggest problem I have with that is, uh, you know, over uh, both sides are um, uh, whipping up this idea that the other side is going to steal the election so much that if it's a close election, we're going to have rioting like we had two weeks ago. Or was it just last week? Time goes by so fast. Uh, we're going to have rioting in the streets over that. Oh boy! I mean, uh, part of what Joe Biden said yesterday was um, uh, real concerns that, uh, that you know, they're, they're going to cheat in this way, they're going to cheat in that way, Trump's going to try to do this. and So, you know, laying the groundwork that if you had an election exactly like the one against Hillary, where 68,000 votes made the difference, you know, you could have rioting in the streets because you've, you've built up this narrative mm-hmm. that, uh, anyway, uh, Gallup poll out, Trump's approval rating is at 39%. Um, it was at 49% just a couple of weeks ago, which was his all-time high in the Gallup poll. And um, it's down seven points even among Republicans. And I suppose it's over over, it's over what? Well, it's I think it's a combination. The, the handling of the COVID numbers were not great going into this current deal. 
uh, the George Floyd uh, discussion the country is having. Um, and he's not getting very good marks for that. As you all, as always, though, is this just you know a blip, and then something else happens, and he's back around forty-five, which is where he hangs around mostly. Yeah, I don't. Uh, you know, I would I've guess seen, that that's the case. I've seen a lot of presidents come and go, and and uh, the the republic will endure, and I will endure. Um, my concern is more about the country, and I think we have. I'm not convinced uh, you're right about that. The republic will endure. Uh, well, that's that's in, what I'm, in any way like we uh, we've seen it. Well, I'm talking about presidential elections. Hmm. I mean, I've seen terrible presidents elected and good ones come and go, and the rest of it, and and so we pretty much clunk along. Um, oh yeah, I definitely agree with that. Uh, yeah, but and here's my point: it's actually in agreement with with you. I think we've entered a, a a new phase of crazy as a country that hasn't been seen much or hasn't been seen for a very long time. And I think a lot of us are pretty unhinged, and our media and our politics and our politicians um, are now, it's like when you're, you know, maybe you, maybe somebody you love goes from quirky to, wait a minute, there's something wrong there. Uh, I think we... Uh, I've been there. I think, we've, <laughs> I think we've lost the capacity to... We're untethered from reality as a country. Oh, absolutely. What was that poll number yesterday? 80% of people think... Think things are completely out of control or something. I mean, it, was a, it was an extraordinary thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and, and we realize that sounds like a, a nutty phrase, but that was the phrase that was in the poll. And uh, and I we thought about it and we thought, yeah, I, yeah, I pretty agree. much, yeah. Things are out of control. Uh, who, who are the who's who's the crowd that thinks you know everything? Think cruising along fine. Oh, this is a little blip. I haven't noticed any difference. Yeah. What's yeah. different now between now and ten years ago? I don't see anything. Jeez. <sighs> Anyway, I would like to, I would like to, and it kind of it's only ten years ago. We every once in a while we get uh, uh, text emails from people who are listening to old shows, and they remark on what the news was of the day. I might do that. I should have done that during the five days off. I might go back like ten years and listen to a week's worth of our shows because I'll bet it'd be striking to how banal the the, <laughs> the, the, the the topic matter is, but cleverly handled. Oh yeah, I'm sure it was, the entertainment level would be through the roof. Certainly, but uh, you know the the level of how crucial each individual story is compared to now, I got to believe is way way right. way way lower. Right, right. Um, so a couple of economic things that have just come out. What are the jobs numbers that 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 just came out across the line? Uh, one and a half Thursday. One and a half million unemployed. Uh, new mm, unemployment new. Okay. Uh, benefits people Just, signing up for, which is the lowest since all of this kind of started, but still way above uh, any typical number that we're accustomed to. Right. A lot of people are returning to work, uh, however. So the total rate, uh, have, did they come up with, with that? Um, um, let me click through this. Well, and listen, I have become personally aware in the last 24 hours of multiple people who are making more money not working than that's, working. It's funny. I was in a conversation about that just last night where I, uh, some people who are, are furloughed, and the furlough has been extended, and I thought, oh, my God, those poor people. And then I, I heard, at least from some of them, yeah. they're making more money now Yeah, with the unemployment. Now, that runs out at some point, yeah. but, but yeah. when it starts to run out, Congress is going to pass something to, to make it continue, won't they? Right, right. I heard another example of someone who refused to come back to work because they were making more money furloughed and were fired because they needed them to come back to work and the person was able to continue to collect all their government benefits. Even though they were, all right, your full-time job is back, uh, can't wait to see you in the office. Nah, I don't think so. 
I'm kind of relaxing. <laughs> Government's paying me. Yeah, I know. I you s- people bother me. I got a sweet tan going. Exactly. I'm not coming back to that crap. My handicap's office. down to a 15. Please. I, just, I don't know. Let's Please. See. Exponentially increase my effort and decrease my my receiving income. Hmm, <laughs> let me do the math on that. That's going to be a no. <laughs> and uh, But. See, my enjoyment and my income would go the same direction. Yeah. I just I don't see that. Yeah. And so, but listen, you can make that sort of decision in your life. It's fine. It's your life, and you run it however you want. Except now we, the people, the taxpayers, are paying them to get their tan and work on their golf game. Thanks for I taking guess, my money, This is what I'm talking about. We're fully into Crazyville. Gosh, dang it. There's a story. People are targeting homes for arson for flying the American flag. Oh, boy. In, in suburban California. Is that not Crazyville? I didn't want to turn this serious, but I, I'm, I'm kind of in a low boil over this story today. There's a movement in some social media for uh, posting addresses of uh, cops. Oh, boy. Which is, you know, in the modern world, if you're good with computers, you can figure all this stuff out and, and post it if you want to. No, oh, yeah, I didn't mean to go that direction either. I yeah, I apologize. More. Oh, so I was watching uh, Fox is doing the story, same story everybody's doing, about how there's a spike in cases in California, Arizona, and Florida. Of the vid, of the vid, and they got it. They got several minutes into the story, and they mentioned that the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, said they expected this. Part of the increase could be due to an increase in testing. So why the giant headline in a couple of minutes of "Oh my God, it's all coming apart"? Before you get to the, we're testing more, so we're getting more cases. You think I could open up a nice camping supply store somewhere in the woods? This, this would, that, would that do well, or does everybody shop at REI? I don't think I can take this anymore. <laughs> this, is com- this isn't that complicated, that part of the story. Please. It's easy to explain. You can explain it to an eight-year-old and make them understand. Quickly. But all of the media ignores it. I just, I, I can't take it anymore. My head's going to explode. Speaking of eight-year-olds, my 10-year-old has the last day of school today. Last day of being a fourth grader. The last day of what? And last day of, well, right, exactly. And it's got none of that feeling of, I mean, among the best feelings I've ever had in my life for oh. the last day of school from, like, grade 2 through 12. Right. Um, Just the feeling you got, just there's nothing has ever been like that. And he doesn't have that at all. It's it's a weird mix of summer starts. Yeah, I kind of been on summer vacation and I'm pretty tired of it. And there's nothing to do anyway. Um, it's it's weird. It's weird all the way around. Yeah, another exhibit from the uh, the Crazyville discussion. There's a new trend in education. It's catching steam now. Uh, that this is has shown that the whole grade thing probably ought to be eliminated and just discussion based uh, grading. Uh, no tests or anything like that because tests discriminate against uh, minority students. I love that. One of my favorite colleges in America, which I wish I could attend, St. John's College in uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico, does it that way. But at a very high level, you know, uh, you're going you're gonna to read everything uh, Plato ever wrote and you're going to discuss it. And then a guy with a Ph.D. decides if you got the hang of it or not. Mm. I don't think that's the way it's probably going to work for a bunch of second graders, though. Uh, that, that's not going to work. No. You need a more concrete standard. And... Well, c- particularly given the, right. the the teachers of America who range from excellent and inspirational to how the hell are they still in the classroom. Well, right. Imagine if you're a teacher. And you're, so they're going to tell me, okay, now now parents can, can claim legitimately it's all just my opinion. <laughs> right. Because it's not a test. Right. I and can so- point to and say, look. 
Jimmy got four out of 50 on this math test. Yes. That's not good enough. There's not anything I can do about the fact that he got four out of 50. No, it is entirely your judgment on whether you like the kid or think he's uh, had uh, tough breaks in life or whatever. And given the c- completely wackadoo progressive trends in education these days, the things they're teaching and the the, the way they're teaching them, oh, my gosh. And then you put that teacher in charge of the kid's uh, future. No objective measurement, just the teacher's opinion. What about little Johnny from a home that doesn't go with the progressive, progressive claptrap, the critical race theory, the America's the most racist country on earth? You think that kid's teacher is going to give him uh, the, the thumbs up when he says, Johnny, tell me about America? If Johnny spouts anything but America's a horrible country and always has been, Johnny is doomed. <laughs> oh, my God. But uh, on the last day of school thing, where usually we do something like we go out for ice cream and there's you know, we take pictures and there's a bit of a celebration and just and it all feels weird. And you know, you remember how long summer vacation felt when you were a kid? It was like oh. you're off for a year. Yeah. I was I don't know what age I was before I figured out that the summer and the school year weren't the same length. I thought they were. <laughs> um, summer was so long. And finally, Dad brought home a calendar. <laughs> but. They've been on summer vacation for three months, and right. now summer vacation starts. I don't know what that's doing to all kids' psyche. I do know this. I know my kid is is uh, emotionally down in a way that he's never been, and all his friends seem seem to be because when they when they Zoom chat or Facetime or whatever, it's always what are you doing? Fighting with my sister and watching TV. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it just there's no joy in there for no. little kids, all right. and that's that's something to be concerned about. I'm now um, thoroughly depressed. Um, so. Certainly, any talk of not going back to school in the fall, geez, I'm, I'm a, we got to figure that out. I asked a relative uh, while I was in Arizona. I said, "What what percentage of regular school do you think you got out of you know the Zoom classes?" Where she yeah. said, "One percent, maybe two percent." Oh She's boy. a straight A student in high school. And she, oh boy, maybe one or two percent. Oh boy, that's not good. So you combine the they're not learning anything with it's making them depressed. We can't continue this in the fall. No, no, indeed. But there's been an uptick in cases. That's what I heard. <laughs> we have we have so much more to get to today. Yeah, and Our, we will, and we will. Uh, we just we God had to bang it. Forgive us, folks. Forgive us. It just, it just. It, well, you know, you know, you know how we feel. I'll bet. I got some tech, uh, some teases that'll be good. There you go. There you. Uh, something to look forward uh, to. When's the last time you hugged someone? I got the numbers. I don't. When the last time you hugged someone? I don't even know if I have the capacity to love anymore. Is it safe to go back to the gym? Ways to make sure it's safe to go back to the gym. Not, not a concern I've got. Um, the what? Go back to the what now? <laughs> exactly. And should you delay your wedding to make sure you're in good enough shape for the pictures and everything? <laughs> Which Michael brought up because he's getting married five months from today. Oh, boy. Uh, text line 415-295-KFTC. statement from the streaming service the movie was pulled because these racist depictions were wrong then and are wrong today and we feel that to keep this title up without an explanation and a denouncement of those depictions would be irresponsible now fans of the movie do not like this but hbo issued this response frankly my dear i don't give a damn hmm um 
Still an interesting story, though. Uh, HBO uh, pulling temporarily gone with the wind and putting a warning label on it. Uh, More on that later, perhaps. And also, Merriam-Webster has revised the definition of racism at the encouragement of an activist. I'm using the word activist not as a uh, prejudicial, but, uh, you know, being activist, it seems like it's kind of become a bad word for certain segments. Mm. Activists are demanding. Um, I'm pro-activist depending on what you're activating for. But anyway, what's the new definition of uh, racism? Stay tuned for that. Oh, are we doing this? Mm -hmm. You keep saying stuff we're going to do. Are we ever going to do anything? No, probably. You're an inactivist. It's a constant to tease forward. Police are investigating a string of arsons targeting Citrus Heights, California homes with American flags on display. At least four homes were targeted in one particular neighborhood on uh, early Saturday morning, meaning late Friday night. <clears throat> so far, police say they don't know the motive. <clears throat> I do. It's America haters. God, I heard a discussion on a podcast the other day about uh, in what ways this is or isn't like 1968. And uh, a lot of them were dismissing it as, uh, that's ridiculous. <sighs> no, it's not. It's not ridiculous at all. I don't think, well, 80% of people think things are out of control. Yeah, and I'm I'm in agreement with them. Yeah, I think the last time, if you Marshall would be perfect to ask, we should text him uh, about this or get him on the phone. But I gotta believe older people would say I haven't seen anything like this since 1968 or the late 60s, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, when there's just so many levels of uh, of extreme views, there's no room for a, a moderate view. Right. Well, they might just have an American flag because they uh, they like America and they've always flown a flag. It's mm-hmm. not a comment on Black Lives Matter or George Floyd or anything. Right. Right. Doesn't matter. <clears throat> you know, it's a, it's an odd story probably to bring up, but as a music freak, it made a big impression on me when I first heard it. I believe it was it was sixty eight or sixty nine. Might have been nineteen seventy, but it was right in that period when uh, uh, Pete Cetera, the uh, bassist singer for the band Chicago. Uh, went to a ball game at Wrigley Field, and he was a long-haired guy, and he had the hell beat out of him by some hard-hat, uh, conservative-type people. And I thought, what the hell? Right, how could that happen? You're having Americans at each other's throats so much that you just beat a guy into unconsciousness because he's a hippie and you're a hard-hat or whatever? I would have thought, that's crazy. How did that ever happen? (laughs) That sort of thing. Now I get it. Oh, yeah, that sort of thing can and is happening now in different ways. Right, haven't seen people stomped in the streets. you got cops being assassinated. Uh, It's just, it's, yeah, it's it's crazyville. Anyway. Maybe we Um, need something a little more lighthearted. Yeah, good Lord. Yeah, I don't, but uh, again, Citrus Heights, California, if you're flying an American flag, there are people going around burning your flags and perhaps your home. Uh, for daring to fly the Stars and Stripes. Well, That's up, pretty crazy. Coming up next hour, we can run through a little laundry list of the latest uh, cancel culture cases, and some of them you might agree with and say, well, they should be canceled for saying or doing that, and some of them you're probably not going to agree with, thinking, oh, my God, oh yeah, that, that'll get you in trouble. Um, so we'll go through some of those. So Michael is getting married five months from today, did you say? Uh, four months. Four months from today. Okay. Oh, my. I was going to show up in five months. I, I would have missed it. There'd be a different couple there. Uh, so who are you? <laughs> Um, if I'd noticed at all. Anyway. Uh, food would probably be pretty good. It's a nice venue. Probably, right. Yeah. Um, four months from today, and you jokingly, I'm assuming, asked the question if you uh, should put off the wedding to get in better shape since you haven't been able to get into the gym. Yeah, I was hoping to fill out my tux and maybe, you know, get the belly off, but... And... 
do most people uh, are they if they did make an effort to get in shape? And I, I is how common is that? Seems well, I like think it's, it's, like it's pretty common. Are you, yeah, are you, brides especially. Are you happy that you did that, or does, <laughs> does looking at that picture bring you joy or pain? Because I've known both. I've 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 witnessed both in people's living rooms in my life. Mm-hmm. Usually from the bride, um, uh, from the woman who says, uh, you know, I don't even like to see that picture, or that's you know the best I ever looked. Uh, that's why we have a giant picture. In the, on the wall of me looking like that. Yeah, I've experienced both. I don't, I don't know what most people think. Uh, no, I don't. I don't either. I, I don't know. You worry more about your marriage and less about your wedding. That would be my advice to you. Um, I, for for me personally, I don't know why. I don't know why I would want to like really bust my ass to look particularly good for a day and then have a picture of it and say that's what I looked like when I really busted my ass for a day. Well, number one, you're not a woman. I've observed this in recent <laughs> weeks. Uh, we have a locker room here at work. We put on uniforms. We all see each other naked. Oh boy. So he knows I'm not a woman. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, and, and the second thing is the whole retouching photos oh, right. deal that's so common now. Right. People don't want a picture of them. They want a picture of an idealized version see, of them. You don't have to lose weight. You can tuck in 10 pounds easily by uh, Photoshop. You hear that, Michael? Cancel the gym membership. Join Pie of the Month Club. (laughs) Get yourself that app on your phone where you slender yourself down and join the Pie of the Month Club. Done and done. Armstrong and Getty.